0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk.
1: You're very welcome back to the Hard Shoulder, Kieran Cuddy, with you until seven o'clock, and I'm delighted to be joined by Eamon McCann for the Thursday interview. Eamon, how are you? I'm
0: grand. I'm grand. Oh, only say, grand. Yeah. Only grand. Ah, terrific, sir! I couldn't be better.
1: <laughs> Listen, I know lots of people listening uh, will be conscious. Um, of kind of health issues in in in, in recent yeah. times. I mean, how is the health today?
0: I well, the, the health's fine. I mean, the health's fine most days. I, in fact, my health's fine all the time, except that I, I I keep falling down. I've got a thing called ataxia, which is uh, uh, it's it's spelt as it sounds, and you can look it up. You know what it's uh, it means that I'm very unsteady on my feet. If I walk up the street, people would think I'm drunk. Uh, and that doesn't matter too much, but uh, um, okay, I get very tired very easily, and um, as I say, sometimes, without any preliminaries or any way to predict it, I simply lose my balance altogether and fall down sometimes. And I'm down for about 15 minutes. But apart from that, when I wake up, I'm absolutely grand as I am at the minute. And as I hope you can hear.
1: You know, yeah, listen, you absolutely sound, you sound hale and hearty. Um, yes. so, I mean, is it a thing like if you're sitting down at home at a desk in the sofa on a seat at the kitchen table or whatever, it's absolutely fine. It's only the kind of movement and being up and about. Yeah. Is that it?
0: It is. I mean, that's the main problem. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say sort of that. It also means, for example, if I'm sitting down for a long time, I then find it difficult uh, to get up if I'm sitting down for more than half an hour. Say, and there are times I'm giving you all this intimate detail, but I I don't (laughs) mind actually. I, if I get up in the morning and just swing my legs sort of off the bed and onto the floor, there are times then when I can't stand up, or if I try to stand up, uh, I mean, I'll fall, and that can last for oh. An hour or something got like or maybe more. Uh which makes it very difficult at times for me to plan. You know, I, I though from day to day and from hour to hour. I'm not quite sure how I'm going to be, but most of the time, I'm pretty
1: good. Uh, have you have you found that, you know, debilitating the the inability to to cover so much ground, if we we'll put it that way?
0: Well, to be honest, I find it depressing. Uh I'm used to battering about the town, and I. Uh, know and always being on the go for many many years that's the way uh, i've been and i do find it frustrating and as i say the worst thing that i uh, uh, involved in all this is it makes me very depressed at times because i just can't do things that i was able to do without thinking uh just a few months ago or see, uh, except, yeah mm. about a, until about a year or a year and a half ago uh this didn't uh occur to me and then i had these number of little episodes and i've done all sorts of tests i must say they uh, the National Health Service up here has been absolutely terrific. I uh, always praise them sort of as a matter of principle. But now that I'm in and out of consultants and brain scans and body scans and, you know, bone density scans and all the rest of it, they mm. can't do enough for me. I'm, I think I'm costing the NHS a fortune. <laughs> um, well, uh, when, when
1: when you say you find it depressing, do you mean that in the truest sense of the word?
0: I do. I do. Indeed. I miss doing the things that I used to do. And, uh, you know, I was at the launch of an election campaign this morning and uh, I found that terrifically sort of frustrating to us because really what I want to do is to jump up and start sprouting. (laughs) And uh, I can't do that. I certainly can't jump up uh, uh, anymore. And the times. And as I say, it's an episodic thing, it's an unpredictable thing. Mm. But then there are times, and it's very difficult for me to operate at all.
1: The, the, like, a taxi, as far as I know, I you you can manage it as as well as you can. But the, there's no turning back the clock. I understand.
0: Is there? Oh no, there's no. It says it's not an illness. It's um it's a condition. Yeah, and uh, I I know, and it won't get any better. It might. You never know. What it consists of is a. I only know these things because I've uh, got it and consultants tell me when I ask mm. them, it's actually caused by some of the brain cells in your cerebellum if I pronounce that correctly, which is a sort of bit on the front of your forehead there. And uh, some of the brain cells, some of the cells in it died. And you can't really inject any more into it. I like to think, and it's my sort of impression of myself, that it hasn't had any effect on me intellectually, but it certainly has that effect on me uh, uh, physically. And then, because it has that effect physically, it has an effect on my mood. Uh, I'm quite happy now, but there are times I've never experienced this before, sort of, and I'm just deeply depressed.
1: And uh, like that depression, has that been as difficult as the ataxia?
0: Oh, it's, it's more, I think. I mean, it's a, a, a sort of depression and, oh, I know, sort of get your mood down. And there's forever, every waking hour, there are other things I want to do other than sort of what I'm capable of doing at the moment. Now, I'm probably fooling myself in saying that because, of course, if I was in the fullness of my health, I'd probably. Be lying around stoned half the day watching <laughs> sort of rubbish on the television. But that's when you can't move around at all, you keep thinking sort of that oh, if only I could move, I'd be doing all these wondrous things. Mm. Maybe I wouldn't be, but I feel that that's the situation and that's what brings me down.
1: And does it facing into something like that and you know living with a condition? Like a taxi. I mean, does it, does it, co- it would cause some to be kind of retrospective? You know, you start to look back at your life. Have you kind of got into that phase? Do you suspect you will at all? Or are you a, kind of a I mean, forward looking person?
0: Well, I do look forward. I mean, it's a, a, a I don't know the thing, though I don't I look back morosely or usually any other way. You know, I'm, I think I'm a person of the moment. And uh, if I look back and at the times, I mean, before the onset, uh, of the taxi, of course, of course. Uh, I look back, and sometimes I forget that I haven't done it. I agreed to do things before I, with people, and then I put the phone down. and I think, oh wait a minute, <laughs> I, I can't do that. I can't <laughs> walk. In. For example, I can't walk into town, which is only you know uh, six or seven minutes away, sort of if you walk at a sprightly pace, which I used to do, and I simply can't do that anymore. So I either I've got to get a taxi or get. Uh, Somebody to come and give me a lift, or to in you know, a good, lovely day like this, get somebody so they can walk arm in arm with them or link onto their arms. I mean, and that type of thing, it's only a little thing, but there are times when I've forgotten that I can't do these things anymore. And uh, I only remember when I stand up i <laughs> begin to try to walk. And uh, that's upsetting, is putting it too strongly, because as I say, I mean, I have a lot to do and a lot to. You know, it's a, a, a lot to think about, and uh, uh I, so, and I'm, I'm I'm I am looking forward. I look forward, and uh, uh, looking back makes me more depressed than looking forward. Why? Well, I, I, well when I look back now, and realize there's some things I can't do. I mean, I just can't get around the way I used to. I can't be sure that I'm going to be able to operate at all if I'm sitting down. Sort of maybe if I can't stand up. Uh, yeah. Then he, when I look back, I think God, you know, said only two years ago, I'd be running around like a two year old and as uh, uh, frisky as ever. Uh, uh, and I sometimes think, Gosh, I wish I'd done lots of things uh, when I was able to, when I was capable of doing it, and I can't do them now. So what, what do you wish? You, what do you wish I you had done? done? Sorry, well, just being a, a very ordinary. Uh, I, things to go places, to travel, to see my relatives Uh, a bit more. I'd love to be in Canada this uh, summer and have planned to be sort of I've got in Toronto and in Winnipeg. I've got people who are relatives of mine and dear friends in various places that I haven't seen, even across the water. You know, I've got friends and uh, uh, close friends sort of in Edinburgh, and Leicester, in London. Uh, and it's just not feasible for me to travel as much as I used to. Mm. Uh, if I'm sitting in a plane for a couple of hours, then it gets very awkward. It gets very awkward uh, if I'm compressed like that, the way you are, sort of in a, a, a an airplane. So I have to think twice and three times about that and transatlantic travel. So it would really be difficult for me. Uh, and insurance is very difficult uh, in that regard as well. So there's um, there's just lots of things and people. When I say the things I miss and so and I miss people, you know. And um, you know, the worst thing that's happened to me since this came on is that a friend of mine, sort of uh, uh Peter uh, Peter, he was I, I was at school with, and he was my dear friend. And uh, uh, and he he's died in the interim, and he, he he I wasn't able to get over to see him, you know. And I miss Peter every day, every day. Mm. I miss Peter, and I. Uh, uh, and that's uh, and that was a result of me not being able to travel at all. Uh, maybe the pandemic didn't help with travel either, did no. it? You know, but sort of things they got, they look back on. I mean, it's not big things. It's not, sort, you know, sort of global. <laughs> I, I
1: wish I had climbed Mount Everest or n- nothing like that.
0: Oh, no, goodness gracious me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I never wanted to claim <laughs> uh, uh, Mount Everest. You know, it's a, uh, no, no, no. It's much more mundane things, much more mundane things.
1: Yeah, but look at those mundane things are, I suppose, what make up the totality of our lives, uh, to a degree. Yep. I, I mean, has it, has it, has it dulled the sense of activism a, at all? No, it hasn't dulled the sense of activism at all. I mean, but I, I'm every day,
0: I'm phoning people and berating them for not being active in the ways that I think they ought to be active or, uh active in the precise politics that I would like them to be. So, it, it, so, I'm, my mind's not inactive always you know, just did a lot of the times I have to get other people to do the things that I would love to do myself. And, of course, it's my conviction, probably wrong, my conviction, of course, that they're not doing it right. <laughs> that they're not doing it as well as I would have done it and so forth. I'm thinking mainly about politics and campaigning. And I was deeply involved you know, in the campaign to bring real, to bring sort of the reopen sort of real and dairy and on into Donegal and so on. And for more than 20 years, I've been campaigning. About that, and for, for the most part, I can't do that anymore. I can't be going down and speaking to, at meetings in Donegal trying to raise awareness and sort of raise the desire to extend, you know, the rail line into Donegal, sort of, and to rebuild a sort of rail line to Dublin. I would love to have that people could get on a train in Derry and three hours later, three hours later, or two and a half hours later, even. Yeah, the technology, technology exists to do that to be in Dublin and then the train. The only trains are the most civilized way. The, the most civilised and fastest and safest means of mass transportation that we've ever known uh, uh, and uh, sadly underdeveloped in Ireland and we need, there are little campaigns here and there, but what I was involved in for a long time was trying to link up campaigns sort of in the north and the south, right down the west coast. It, it should be possible
1: Yeah, to get yeah. a
0: train in Cork, for example. Yeah. There should be a necklace of rail all around Ireland so that people uh, could travel and it's good for the environment and so forth. That's just one little thing, sort of that I mean. And somebody else has taken over the role that I play. So it isn't that it's not being done anymore. But uh, I would love to do it myself rather yeah. than try to chivvy and encourage people uh, to do it, sort of, uh, the same thing on my behalf as it were.
1: Because I have in front of me here just your uh, your your New Year message, you know, to to your uh, fellow people before profit members. Uh, the past year has seemed overcast with gloom, but there is much as much brightness. As dark on the horizon up ahead, and everywhere that there is oppression, there are people fighting back. I mean, we're we're what are we? We're a third of the way through uh, that new year. Um, is there still as much brightness on the horizon? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and I think we're seeing it particularly among young people.
0: I, I look to them entirely. Uh, you know, I think that there is. I mean, if you look around you, you see a revival, for example, of trade union militancy in a way that just would have been bizarre. Uh, a, a 10 years ago and even looked at television in the last couple of days you know and look sort of at that uh, unite sort of a ballot up here anyway you know balloting for action local government uh workers will be out all next week and the strike is solid and voting for the is, so, uh, is solid this is something well it's not new it's very old but it's certainly I think about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, people were saying, you know, trade unionism is dead. Mm. You know, just no, none of that class militancy around anymore. Well, there's plenty of it around now. So, well, there particularly is in the north that I'm most um, acquainted with. I see that as very important. The women's movement, I think, as, has uh, as, been the most exciting thing. The campaign in the south for their uh, 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 you know abortion rights. I think as much the most uplifting thing that I've been involved in for many years. I mean, that was, what, three years ago, four years ago? You know, and I spent some time in Donegal, which is just two miles from where I'm sitting now. You know, and uh, if I was to ask, in all the years I've been active in various campaigns, what was the best? I think, well, there was the campaign against the arms trade, which was a big thing with me, and we have big successes there. But that campaign for women's rights in the South I mean, I remember can- canvassing in a village in uh, Donegal. I think it might have been Clandroner or Clown Malley, whatever. And I remember going into this housing estate with a group of canvassers and looking around me and realizing that not only was I the only man among them, I was the only person over thirty. <laughs> As young women were carrying it, and they're brilliant and unafraid. You know, and I, and I, I think we should. Invest our hopes for the future in the young woman of Ireland, and I think I find that very uh, uh, heartening and also revelatory. You know, like everybody else, when I, I, I look back, or anybody man of my age, is I sort of wince sometimes at the attitudes that I used to have, uh, or the way in which, in my mind, I marginalised a uh, woman, even women in campaigns that I was involved in. I would do that. Well, I've learned a lesson. I would think that you know it's a, a, a in more recent years, I've cured myself of that, you know, and, uh, 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 you know, it, if I follow anybody, I'll tell, tell you something that struck me yeah. quite recently when somebody asked me, uh, well, who's going to lead this revolution that you're talking about? And it just occurred to me, the revolution is going to be led by 27-year-old lesbians. They are the people <laughs> who are going to carry <laughs> us into the future. And that's
1: new to me, and it excites me, and I love it, and uh, uh, I take heart from that. And what, what, like, what do you think has reignited that that interest in in you know m- militant union activity, as you describe it? Well, I think the people have just been uh, pushed too far, and uh, and you know we've got if you look
0: at a graph sort of of where we've been and across all these islands, you know, it differs from place to place, of yeah. course you know, a, 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 of upturns and downturns and times of great optimism and times of great uh, a, a, a depression. I think over the past few years, we've had a combination sort of a generation of young people who are just not prepared to take it anymore. And at the same time, I think a political establishment, and I think this is true uh, North and South, are really deeply conservative people. And I would apply that to me in the North, to nationalists and unionists. I mean, I them mean, I'm all conservative, uh, I, and I think there's people, what's most exciting is that the most militant people I know in the North are not orange or green. You know, they've gone beyond orange and green. Yeah. They're neither orange nor green, but they're up for a fight. You know, <laughs> now, we'll have to see, sort of, time will tell, sort of, whether this expresses itself in conventional political ways, whether it will generate the growth of New moods and perhaps new parties or increase the relevance and the vibrancy of existing parties. I mean, I can't foretell the future, but I look around me, you know, and I I feel sort of I feel the excitement that I felt in the 1960s. And that's a long, long time ago. Mm. There's something brewing. There's something trembling to be born. In Ireland, north and south. Now, of course, it could be crushed out. It could be that's what usually uh, happens, but not necessarily, not necessarily sort of. And uh, I'm optimistic
1: about the future. This is another quote from you. The possibility of a new Ireland has been widely discussed, but only a strong socialist presence can ensure that it's the content of society which must be transformed, not just the constitutional Arrangements, You know, we, we, and I say we, I'm absolutely including myself in, in that mm. uh, and in this show, when we have discussions about it, we focus on the constitutional arrangements. Mm. In, in what way do you need the content or would you like the content of society to change? Like, what do you mean by that?
0: Well, what I mean, you know, is that uh, 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 the content of society would include sort of the rights that people have, the security with which uh, a they, uh, they hold those rights uh, the standard of living that they have, the hopes that they can have for the next generation for their own children you know and I think that that's in danger of being crushed well particularly in the north, I feel that but I mean there, a, 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 we tend to think of our politics here on the island of Ireland as being unique to us. We've got orange and green, we've got north and south we've got a particular history you know and uh, 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 and that that shapes us and in fact we are shaped by the same things that shape people you know, in Australia, in India. You know, uh, I, I thought if, the, 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 the things that I cheered me up and made me optimistic was a little bit of film I saw a few months ago and was in Lebanon, uh, in Tripoli, in Lebanon, a huge crowd out protesting. You know, like, I mean, like 200,000 people uh, in the centre of Tripoli. And what they were shouting was all of them, all of them, all of them. And what they meant by that, they're protesting against price rises and repression and people being excluded generally. And of course, Lebanon has got a constitution which is eerily reminiscent of that of Northern Ireland in which different confessional groups are assured of particular places in uh, government. The president, the prime minister and the speaker of the parliament are all taken as of in, in the law, the way it's in the law of the Good Friday Agreement. And that tends to break people up. So they're a... a and a, a, suddenly a wave comes along and people are, you know, and there's a lot of violence being involved in communal and sectarian fighting in Lebanon. And I'm not saying that's solved. It isn't solved. But if you ask yourself, could there possibly be an answer to this with all that hatred and all that division? And you know, when I've been in Tripoli, I know what I'm talk, uh, uh, talking about in this. Could it never be transcended? And yes, I saw it. I saw it on the news. I saw people there, and they explained that when they said all of them, what they meant was that the leaders of all three communities had let the people down, had mm. let the country down.
1: Well, listen, I think despite the talk of health problems at the start, I think people listening would have found it uh, an empowering message, Amen, especially 27 year old lesbians. <laughs> all right.
0: I, I mentioned that because I've got, I just left a couple of friends, I mean, sort of who are 27 year old lesbians and they're terrific and all their mates are terrific and people under 30 are just great
1: Eamon it's been an absolute pleasure and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon
0: Okay, thanks for having
1: me. Thanks very much. Eamon McCann, my guest this week on the Thursday interview. That's our lot for today's edition of The Hard Shoulder. My thanks to Alex Russo and Roisin Davis and Dara Faulkner, who were on research. Uh, Ronan Coveney, uh, our producer, and Mark Simpson was our editor. Michael Quilligan and Peter Malloy were on sound. Off the ball, they're up next, and I'll be back tomorrow from four. Have a good one, folks. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran
0: Cuddy. With Nissan. Weekdays from four. On News Talk.